0: Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank You that You're here. We thank You for Your anointing. We just thank You for grace to be able to communicate with accuracy, Lord, what uh, needs to be said. We just thank You, Lord, right now we bind any weirdness, any political spirit, any sort of intimidation. We thank You for truth-telling. We thank You, Lord God, for uh, uh, um, Yours is the kingdom, Yours is the power, Yours is the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So or if you're watching from the States, amen. Okay, so uh, what I wanna do is today, I wanna discuss government um, and the church and what's coming up in the immediate future, also proposed changes to the constitution. Um, And so what I wanna do is I wanna start by giving a little bit of a background where a lot of the church has been sitting since uh, 2020. And um, it's important, I want this to be, I wouldn't call today exhaustive, as in you won't be exhausted. Um, but I'm going to cover a fair bit of ground and we're going to get a bit of an education on, on a lot of levels. But we have to work out what is God actually saying because sometimes we, we abdicate without realising it. We actually abdicate, now we, we, we are called to fulfil certain roles on the earth we are not called to put our backside on a pew and call ourselves Christians. That's just not real. And so we need to understand what, how does God see it? What's His perspective? And we've got to look at the, the counsel of Scripture, what it actually says, because everything's contextual. And it's the, 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 quite an amazing, the Bible, I believe it's the inspired Word of God. And so we actually have to be pretty accurate and rightly divine. So um, in 2020, a lot of things happened. We know that there was the great unparalleled toilet paper revival. <laughs> people everywhere, you know, like, and there was, boy, did people fight for toilet paper. It was all around the world. People were taking videos of it and everything. But what happened is that there was unprecedented changes that happened around the world very, very suddenly. Um, some people would find it very interesting. There was something for I think maybe 2010, the Rockefeller Foundation, put together a proposal called Operation Lockstep. Okay, that's for for, for for those who find that stuff interesting to read about that, but everything changed very, very quickly. Then what happened was uh, at countries where there had been relatively no persecution towards the church, those conditions changed very, very quickly because we saw that, uh, uh, um, I believe in Victoria, there was a uh, a minister who kept his church open and he went to jail. Uh, who's aware of that? that? Yep. We and we started to see things we've never seen before. And so one of the things is that uh, uh, um, uh, speaking to a number of leaders and listening to a number of uh, uh, preachers, this is probably the most dominant uh, scripture that was quoted during that time. So if we can please put up good old Romans 13, if we can. And it's the Word of God, it is. Let every soul be subject for the, to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. So what you have is that's, that's, that's you know, in its, own cont- in its own context is fairly absolute. And so generally speaking is that you, you look at that and you go, is there anything else in the Word of God that, that would maybe colour that, give it nuance or add to, the, uh, uh, add to its narrative? What were you to, to do if you lived in Nazi Germany in the 1930s and the 1940s? And the Nazi party is telling us to do X, Y, Z. Do you pull that scripture up and then just join the lemming club? Who finds this quite confronting? This We need to know what the Word of God says. So, and it goes, and let's go to the next one here. It says, uh, uh, Romans 13, 6. It actually says, for because this, you also pay taxes for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. So, I must say is that I am not a fan of Australia's taxation system, okay? Can I get an amen if I've got anyone in this room? I'm not a fan. I think we are being shorn like sheep like no other nation. And yet, very clearly we are called to render to Caesar what's due to Caesar or pay taxes. The problem is is that we don't put our due diligence in on the front end and we just do what we're told. And so I'm not talking about tax avoidance or anything like that because there's a place where we, we need to know where the actual battle is because if we fall asleep at the wheel, then what happens is we, we find we are continually in a rearguard fighting a rearguard action. And the, pro, the problem is, is that culturally is Protestants are very good at protesting. And we tend to wait till the horse is bolted before we get upset This is why we need to have more prophetic insight and wisdom in relationship to governance and the church and the nation. So are there any other scriptures that would bring meaning and shade and nuance to the whole area of legislation and governance? So God's pretty strong on this one, Psalm 94 verse 20, it says this, Shall the throne of iniquity, which devises evil by law, have fellowship with you, Lord. So you see is that legislation can be leveraged, leveraged for evil. If you understand that concept, say amen. amen. What about when Moses was born? What about when Jesus was born? And what the, every male child under the age of two, and there was infanticide. And so you can see that, that, that obviously within a context, the Apostle Paul, is, is, it's not just a blank check because people... You even had in Daniel's day, if you didn't worship this object, you're going to be, you know, uh, uh, thrown into the uh, uh, um, the furnace or in the into the um, uh, how can I put it uh, into the lion's den, and you got to hope like crazy that the lions are on a Daniel fast. Okay, so so we start to see that that there is a throne of iniquity that goes after the legislative gate to actually change a whole nation, and we're going to address all of that this morning. Let's see if there's another one. Isaiah chapter ten. <clears throat> Woe to those who decree unrighteous decrees, who write misfortune, which they have prescribed, and to rob the needy of justice, and to take what is right from the poor of my people, that widows may be their prey, and that they may rob the fatherless. So we see that very, very uh, uh, through Scripture, and these are just they're, they're, those are three, maybe uh, four uh, latent examples. Quite binary because we can see we can see evil laws all the way through Scripture. We really, really can that would, would violate conscience, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and, and so on and so forth. So, so it's not that that straightforward. So what I want to do is I want to do a quick synopsis and as to where we are today and how we got here. Who finds all this stuff very very interesting? Because I have to talk about it, okay? If, 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 If next door there was a slave trade taking place, okay? And we had our church here and all I said was just keep your eyes on Jesus. That's just not real. You actually, did you know that justice looks like something? Truth looks like something, and we can't just keep, keep communicating in the abstract. It actually has to look like something. You know, the fact that, that social justice actually has been hijacked to be something completely different to what it actually should be. So, 2019, uh, some of you would be aware of this or not. A really, really interesting, on the October the 15th, an interesting scenario took place at the John Hopkins uh, Medical Center. Who's aware of Event 201? Okay, well, we are getting an education, come on. So there was a simulation held of a high level pandemic and the appropriate uh, response. And what was interesting, it was on the internet, but it was actually uh, uh, organised, maybe even sponsored by the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation at the end of 2019. Isn't that interesting? then I remember, who remembers uh, 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 when we started getting fed a steady diet of fear through the media when you're seeing people in China having seizures and all, who remembers all those images and Aah! like this. And so everything started to unfold. Uh, you started to see images of the media from different scenes actually doubled up. This is a scene of this hospital and this is actually from Italy and this is over from here and this is actually from an earthquake and this is a, we started to see all these imaging, this imaging came through. But don't worry, that's okay because the government stepped in. That's okay. The government stepped in. It's okay. And so even though quarantine of the sick had been very effective traditionally, now it was about the computer modeling. Remember it was two weeks to flatten the curve? Who remembers that saying? You know the funny thing about computer modelling? Computer modelling is only as accurate as the data you put into it. And so all of a sudden you have people, you have this gate and everyone like, you know, whether it was, oh my gosh. I mean, can you imagine being in Victoria and having to watch Dan Andrews every day on television? Seriously, that's why they're moving over here. Anyway, so I can't say we did much better. But you started to see this taking place and now it was total lockdowns. Did you know there's been scenarios in regards to preparedness and for some of these, uh, the sim- these simulated preparedness for the simulated pandemics, it was complete and utter lockdown. And so uh, what, what we'll do is we'll just hand out lots of money. What could possibly go wrong? And if we run out of that money, we'll print more money. What could possibly go wrong? Who's noticed that foods become incredibly expensive very quickly? I mean, oh my goodness. And, and and then, you know, you go somewhere for a burger and you're going, wow, this burger's gone on a fast. What happened here? And so then we actually had, we had, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, now, I'm, what I'm gonna do is, is, I'm gonna use wherever possible layman's terms just to, keep, just to cut, cut to the chase in regards to what we're communicating. But, but then the jab was brought in. And then, like never before, we started to see Orwellian, double think and double speak come into play. So even though these new mRNA jabs were inadequately trialled, we had to move at the speed of science. Who remembers that saying? We had to move at the speed of science and they were deemed safe and effective and that they stopped you from getting COVID and also prevented transmission. But this is where the media came in, the PSYOP and the messaging, is that while my jab is safe and effective, it will only be truly effective if you get one too. And we saw this again and again and again. That over time, it's only effective for so long. Then it's only effective for so long. Then it's only effective for so long. Basically, we got led down a rabbit hole that we still haven't quite recovered from. I mean, this has actually came through the government gate. And I, that's why, what I'm talking about this morning. And so... Um, And yes, it's gonna be truly, please share this message to to do yourself a favour, share this message. And so then the mandates came in. Oh, we're not forcing anyone to take the jab. However, if you don't, you'll lose your job. How do I know? I was at the coalface of very, very distressed police, very distressed teachers, very distressed nurses. Did you know 2020, 2021, 2022, actually started to expose the soul of Australia. Did you only rise up when it affected you personally or could you see that tsunami of division coming through the nation? Because i tell you what, it, it, it divided our country like never before, those mandates. Then you get to dob in a neighbour if they have one too many people in their house. Who remembers that? I think Stephen Marshall put that one out. Then you have Families and most of the community were bitterly divided while the Morrison government changed the national anthem to we are one and free. I, 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 like, I understand a lot of people by default, whether this is pseudoscience or not, you've got fight or flight, but I can't get over how many Aussies just suck this up and do nothing. I'm blown away. And what happens as you just suck this up and oh, she'll be right, mate, it actually becomes a form of compliance. And this is where that whole passive thing, unfortunately, there is a theory out there that Australia, New Zealand and Canada are seen as the beta uh, crash test dummies of the world because they can get away with anything. At least America goes, we got guns, you know, for all the crazy rednecks. And so this stuff, we are one and free and you couldn't even go to your parents' funeral. You got people in palliative care with days to live and you couldn't see them in case you gave them COVID. We are looking at the mass dumbing down and the pacification of a generation. And again, let me remind you, yes, there was a lot more than just the media, but I mean, uh, uh, the government, but it came through that gate. You know, uh, trusted therapeutics like Nobel Prize winning ivermectin was was deemed a, a poisonous substance. You know, I've just been to the Amazon, as you know, and there's this guy talking about this tree does this, the bark does this, this is great, this is an anti-inflammatory, this has got high alkalinity, this, 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 this. And then he started, this is in the jungle of the Amazon. And this is what they were saying. We knew that if you got COVID and you went to hospital, you would not come back. This is the Amazon because whether it was remdesivir, or being on an incubator. In the jungle of the Amazon, they knew that the protocols rather than cheap available, historically effective therapeutics, something's not quite right, is it? Something is not quite right. So again, this is the road we went down. And then uh, uh, um, a whole nation got traumatised that could take generations to recover over a flu or a virus that was not a danger to children, young people or the healthy or the majority. Yes, the elderly and those with pre-existing conditions. And you would see again and again and again, reports in the media there has been a tragic death, someone who's 99 years of age has died of COVID in palliative care. This happened again and again and again. Friends, there is things taking place in the entire world, but it is taking place especially in the eastern gate of the world, that is Australia and New Zealand. And this is on our watch. This is actually taking place. So what did we get from this? Well, what's interesting is you would notice in the developed world that average deaths have actually increased or skyrocketed by anywhere between 14, 15, 17% cancers, uh, all the other, uh, it gone like crazy through the Western world. Uh, we're possibly looking at the most infertile generation of all time. Miscarriages, infertility, off the chain. Uh, unfortunately, they've had to change the language, but the words died unexpectedly has become a very, very common, uh, common phrase. Um, community mental health has plummeted. I remember at the time when Lifeline in regards to the hotline of, of suicide prevention, it actually was continually breaking records every day. Who remembers that? And it's brought trauma, it's brought trauma. And so again, you know, there's, in America, when you have, when you have negative growth economically for two successive quarters, they officially call it recession. But in America, rather than fix the economy, they change the definitions. And this is sort of happening here. This is why we absolutely need to be aware of the time we're in, and that we actually have to walk in Christ, closely with the Lord. You can prep all you want, we actually have to invoke the reality of Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I'll say of the Lord, He's my fortress, my refuge, my God in whom I will trust. We are in those times. We, ha- we cannot afford to be caught in another book of Judges cycle. When God blesses, then there's abundance. Then people fall into idolatry, gross sin. The gates of hell open up. Oppression comes. A loss takes place. Then cries out to God, repents. A deliverer comes and comes back into that cycle. We ha- this generation has to do better. Can someone say amen? We can't wait for crisis after crisis after crisis. We have to de- demonstrate faithfulness to the Lord and the maturity that comes with what we've already been shown and known. So here we are a few years later, here we go again. <laughs> the government is about to intervene, is about to fix everything. Have we learnt anything? That's the interesting thing. Now for those who've been at this church for quite a while, this, this saying started percolating in my spirit for quite some time. The Lord just saying Trojan horses, Trojan horses, everything, he said to me, the Lord said to me, we're coming to a time when everything's not gonna be as they say it's gonna be. It's gonna be almost the opposite. And I knew, I knew that, that it, would, it, would, it would actually uh, 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 um, look like a whole bunch of things. You know, I've just, just yesterday, I, I, well, no, the, la- the last few days, I am blown away. If you, you, you'd say to a kid, you go, hey, Let's go to a Taylor Swift conference, uh, conference, concert, conference. <laughs> or Beyonce, I don't even know who the weekend is. I used to enjoy the weekend till I heard about this guy. They are doing mass occult ceremonies. Did you know that? Mass occult ceremonies. Did you know that from some of these concerts is that people are completely losing their memory and they don't remember the whole thing. Do you know what this is? They're becoming demonised. This is taking place and, and, and what that does, that feeds into the collective atmosphere and you go, let's just go to a, you know, a, a kid's concert, whatever, and it's, it's nothing, nothing is what it's, it claims to be. So have we learnt anything? Well, what we've learned is there's agendas that take noble causes like public health, environmental health, race relations, community health, and pervert them to divide and conquer and push another agenda. This is what we've seen. We need to look after the environment. But when you've actually got people in Canada who are getting sick and the doctor's saying, okay, your diagnosis is you've actually, you've, you've got a bad case of climate change. This is happening. We're seeing things. I, I think I told some of you guys this. I, I was talking to my, my, one of my friends in America and he was talking about, this, this, is, this, is, where, this is where the PSYOP is. Because if you, if, you if you can turn a population mad and divide it, you can do anything. You can do anything. Because, because the firewalls that are in the psychological condition can easily be brought down if you understand the mechanics. And he goes, yeah, yeah, my daughter, and she works here and there, and, and yeah, and then she has to deal with the furries. and, did, and go, What, what, what? The furries, what are you talking about? Yeah, my daughter works at a school in Atlanta. Who are the furries? Oh, the furries are kids, are students who identify as cats or dogs. And in the toilets, they have sandboxes. And then when they ask them a question in class, they either bark or meow. And if a teacher questions their identity, they can lose their job. Do you believe me? I'm being serious. Did you know that's in Australia now? And it's sort of like, this is, this is why we do, we, we, the biggest disease that's taken place in my, my memory is wokeness, we need to be awake. If we're not awake, everything will be woke. And so, so you know, postmodernism, intersectionality, and so on and so forth. I don't want to go down into all the technicalities of that. Okay, so I just thought I'd say from the outset of this, I am not an expert on indigenous affairs. I hope you're relieved to hear that. Um, and so, I'm going to tell the dad joke. No, I won't. Yes, I will. No, I won't. Yes, I will. Well, even though I've been to Alice Springs a number of times, and half of the place is named after me. Okay. Okay. Um, When when the voice was first spruced by the PM, it was was sold as a moderate gesture of acknowledgement to Australia's Indigenous. Then journalists started to drill down on the the MO, the modus operandi of the government gaining uh, Indigenous support. And instead of a broad-based consultation, the process had been revealed to be as cherry-picking, confirmation bias-driven process of grievance harvesting. And I remember listening to Jacinda Price and a number of other people talking about this. And as you sit down and you start listening to this and you're going, oh my goodness. See, we're actually not informed. We only get the information that the mainstream media gives us. So I don't for one minute, please, I don't for one minute suggest there has not been gross injustices. However, the government has a track record of their policies actually starting to compound things. And it's all well and good to say we need a voice when the government actually doesn't have a set of ears. So many things are happening. I've got friends in the grounds all over the place and just the, 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 the in, in condition of the indigenous has never been worse from domestic violence all the way through. Now, this is what's happened. This is why people are spooked. I tell you, I'm gonna tell you part of the story of, of people being spooked. Is that right now? There's been a conditioning. If you have an opinion about somebody based on their character, but their skin is a different colour, you're racist. So people have become bewitched by a Jezebel spirit, where they're bit like, it's like, am I today? Am I at a funeral or am I in a spirit-filled church? Because people start feeling that 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 Goliath of intimidation, and unless you say something, darkness will keep spreading unless you actually say something. And personally, what I wanna talk about is that is 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 we need justice for the Indigenous. We need justice in general. We do. But I wanna show here that there's a, there are a lot more moving parts at, at play. So. And so after decades of government policy and so on and so forth, we're now going to brick it in. We're gonna brick it in into the uh, uh, um, constitution carefully worded, and just ambiguous enough, that will become a constitutional lawyer's picnic. And this is why it's been so skinny on the detail. Who's actually, I'm just curious, who's actually done a little bit of reading and research, especially on the voice uh, from the heart? Who's actually, a number of you, good for you. Okay, so the voice, again, they've been avoidant on detail and, 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 and detail and substance, but it's three parts. It's the voice, that's our referendum. Then you have treaty or makarata. So that's not a dance, that just means treaty. And then truth telling, and then truth telling. So under freedom of information, what happened is that the government, the current government said, look, it's just a two minute read, voice from the heart, it's just a two minute read. Don't worry about it, just, you know, I've got it up on my, on my office. And uh, then you start to, to read uh, that it's just like, a, it's a moderate acknowledgement of First Nations people within Australia. And the Freedom of Information recently, as you start to drill down on it, and you have treaty and it's, it's Makarata, which basically is about reparations. So basically saying, look, is that this has taken place. So, so what we are looking at now, one of the proposals within treaty is a percentage of the gross domestic product of Australia. This is actually what's been put on the table. Now we're going to, on the back end of this, we're going to go into a little bit of education around some of these areas. And it's interesting as well that to note that some of the key architects of the voice have been exposed as radical Marxists, that are strong proponents of the pay the rent movement, as well as vowing to make the institutions pay and punishing politicians who are against this agenda. Friends, we, and it's no longer the red under the bed. Right now, the spirit of communism through stealth is coming through legislation, lawfare, media, culture. You have people say, I'm gonna vote this way and they don't even have the information. This is the problem I have. You vote how you feel too. But I have to give the information and bring that out because it seems like, who, who, who's talking about this? Got, when people sit down and they get the information, they are horrified. And yet you see all through sporting clubs, all through the corporate world, all through these different things, they are pushing this left, right and centre. So let's just say, if this goes through, will the money go through to the grassroots level to those who need it most? Is this a solution? As predicted, it will be gobbled up by bureaucracy, administration, lawyer fees, and non-government organisations connected to global entities. In other words, everyone will lose. It is another Trojan horse. It is another Trojan horse. And what we have now, it appears that there is a global move towards a top-down style model of centralised government. You have got communism merging with globalism and technocracy, and, and, and so this. The, the experts say, the experts say, but you're just a peasant with an opinion, but the experts say this, and I'll tell you what, when there's communism, it ends up in tears for everybody. We're talking probably on a point of contact reality in the 20th century, communism was directly attributable to over a hundred million deaths. And I'm being conservative. And this is what we've actually got to weigh and discern, discerning of spirits. Because at the end of the day, is that when communism says it will represent the downtrodden, it's not so, it's actually the track record is very poor because it corrupts like nothing else. So Ted, said, I do not believe There's a few things I wanna touch, but I I believe that it is a Trojan horse. It's not, I'm not against injustice for the Indigenous because there's been gross injustice. Also too, there's been a lot of other things that have taken place. I don't don't wanna spin my wheels in that, but people need to know some of the basic, basic principles taking place here. And so divide the nation. I mean, the, the gaslighting, we are one and free while there's lockdowns, come on. And so we've actually seen, uh, recently you've got the, uh, uh, um, the, the Dutch government, which has changed. And you've got the farmers, for, for goodness sake, they actually rose up and did something about it. But there was over 3,000 uh, uh, farms that were gonna get taken over by the government because of the nitrogen levels in the ground. There is a false narrative being peddled, left, right and centre. So I tell you what, How did we get here? And this is the problem. I wanna propose something, how did we get here? So put up your hand if you honestly believe the Bible. Put up up your hand if you believe the Bible. Honestly, that's such a rhetorical question because I wanna base my response in that. Firstly, if the Bible says the body of Christ is the light of the world, then it starts with us. If God is true, and the body of Christ is the light of the world, it starts with the body of Christ. So too many in the church or churches being led a certain way have withdrawn from the town square and left it to others. Instead of transforming society in a place that's reflective of heaven, We've abdicated by building church subcultures and believing that darkness will govern over us benevolently and revival is the only answer. That, my friends, is magical thinking and that's abdication. Can someone say amen? It's abdication. And it's very uncomfortable because I was thinking this morning and back in the day, Australia rode on the sheep's back and we're the lucky country. We're not that far away from becoming the unlucky country. You know, the, the, if you say we're lucky, it means that we don't know how we got here and it was a fluke. I think we better change how we think. We need to see levels of spiritual cause and effect. I'm telling you, the, the, the blessings that if you, have, if you study the history of the world and different nations and war-torn realities, <coughs> probably sometimes the only thing that's, that's preserved us is the fact that we are an isolated island. But if things go wrong, that's where you don't wanna be. I think there's talk, I don't know the official line, but they're looking at cutting flights in and out of the country to save the climate. This stuff is happening left, right and centre. And so I understand that there's a level where people get worn down. We haven't even talked about the, we haven't even talked about the misinformation bill. Who knows about the misinformation bill? Could you get any more Orwellian when the government decides what's truth and what's not? That's the ministry of truth, which is the ministry of propaganda, you know? If George Orwell was alive now, he'd be going, wow, I knew I was right, but I, wasn't, I didn't know I was this right. Wow. You know, you go, why, why, why is George Orwell more accurate than so many people we know? Because what he's done, he's hacked into a historic algorithm of cycles. And he started, studied the Bolshevik Revolution and the Spanish Civil War. And we have the same cycles going around again and again. So I'm going to, I'm going to shorten this out a little bit But what happened is it would seem that from 2020, much of the church has chosen to be the tail and not the head. Chosen to be the tail and not the head and not that whole. It doesn't affect me directly yet. This is why we need wisdom. Now, I'm not gonna get you to put up the scripture, but this is so key. We unfortunately have been relatively leavened out by American gospel prosperity preaching culture. Right now, everyone is obsessed with their breakthrough, their finances, their destiny, and they've lost picture of the greater good. And that is a form of division. When people go, well, I'm all right, Jack. And then what's happened is that people have taken their eyes off of the prize. It's actually spread like a disease. You see in Chronicles and Kings, I'm gonna draw you a parallel of Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33 says, "If He says, don't worry about your financial needs. Don't put them at the top of your list. If you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all these things will be added to you. This is what it says. Jesus is clear. He goes through this whole litany of what you're gonna wear, what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna do tomorrow, stressing out about uncertainty. And the Lord says, don't. He said, here's the key, it's not quid pro quo. If you make God's priorities your priorities, it is that you couldn't break through, you couldn't get a five cent breakthrough because of your anxiety. The Kingdom of Heaven is a spacious place. It's green pastures, it's still waters, it's paths of righteousness for His namesake. You can believe for the impossible. The equivalent in the Old Covenant is when Solomon, as a young kid, asked the Lord, the Lord appeared to him in a dream and he said, ask me, what do you want? And he said, I want wisdom to govern. I need wisdom to govern. And this pleased God so much. He said, because you have asked wisdom to govern, I'll give you all the things you've never asked. I will give you long life. I'll give you riches. I'll give you victory over your enemies. And so here we are in a historic phase. If we are obsessed and with our own personal lot in life to the, at the expense of, 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 the, of the bigger picture, we will. Di- we will. While things are breaking out in society, people will be disappearing into their own belly buttons. The things that are happening in the fringe, mass seancy, trancy type stuff. This is happening. The, the darkness is being summoned. And this is not just a time of personal prosperity. So, so the, Solomon asking for wisdom to govern, pleased God so much, he gave him everything. We know that the number of seven is the number of God and the number of 12 is the number of government. And right in Moses' tabernacle, right up next to the veil where the Holy of Holies are, on one side you have the seven branch menorah and the other side you have the 12 items in the table of showbread. When you choose to govern, your proximity with God changes. Rather than being a consumer, a passive consumer or a recipient, you say yes to ruling and reigning with Him in the, here and now. Your proximity to the Lord changes to the point that if you choose to ask for wisdom to govern, you will get everything else. Is there precedent for that? Yes, these blessings will chase you down. They will overtake you. But we actually have to be the the, 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 the stewards on the earth. Um, Don't put this up, but actually says again, 2 Corinthians 5.20, it says that we are ambassadors for Christ. When you're an ambassador, you're not worrying about the bills. Whether you're ambassador of Australia into the US. Norm Macon, who was part of this Methodist church for decades, was Australia's ambassador to the United States. He would have had to have worried about his car, his fuel, his expenses, where he lived. There's something about when you posture yourself to ask God for wisdom to govern, he takes care of things. For me here, I don't carry this church. I allow the Lord to build it, the Lord to carry it. I don't worry about the bills. And that's gotta be the same with our households and our individual, you go, Lord, I choose to govern. The blessing on governance is massive. And what's happened now is because of this leaven of this individualised prosperity type stuff, the church by and large has become not just disinterested but illiterate in all things government. We will be governed by people with interests different to ours within a democratic system and it's just all gonna work out, really. I'm a big believer in revival. I've seen outpourings. I want more. I want to live in that atmosphere of heaven. But to think that it's just gonna take care of itself is completely stupid. It's actually magical thinking and it's not faith because we actually need to know what it is to walk with the Lord and build with Him. Now guys, I'm just telling, look, 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 let me just, just for the record, I'm just putting it out there, what I feel to say this morning, I'm not telling you guys off because you look at me like you're in the principal's office. I'm not telling anyone off. But this is, this, this, we, we, that right now we're at a crossroads in our nation. There's too many, too much of the churches asleep. They're illiterate in, in, the, in the areas of government and not everyone's called to politics, I get it. Okay, can we put the King James up? This is something that's really, really interesting. And we've got, no, don't have far to go. Praise the Lord. Okay. Again, I'm not telling anyone off. Look at this, King James. And God hath, that thumb. Okay, no. God God has set some in the church. First apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. Uh, After that, miracles and gifts of healing, helps, governments, what? And diversity of tongues. How come governments is in there? Well, a lot of translations say administration. But this is a word in the New Testament. It's only one place, here. It's actually built. Did you know that every single person in the body of Christ comes under one of those categories? You could be a blend. The spectrum of some of those ones, let's just say helps. Helps could be anything from helping putting out the chairs to be a multi-billionaire and selling finances into the church. but you could be prophetic as well. Don't just think it's all just just that that group, but that pretty much summarises all the different elements within the the body of Christ. But then you have governments and it actually comes from the word kubanasis. Kubanasis, and it actually means to lead and it actually also means what it is, piloting, what it is to steer a ship. You've got people, you've got people in churches all around the world that are called to govern in the realm of politics, and it's just not even talked about. There is no such thing. There's one kingdom, but there is no such thing as sacred or secular. All service unto the Lord is sacred. Can someone say amen? There's no greater glory of preaching or greater glory of staying home and raising your kids. You do it as unto the Lord. So we have a spirit of government. Spirit of government. So, what you have here is that I'm not saying that everyone has to get involved in politics, but this is God's desire, Revelation 1 6. It says here, and, and the Lord has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Everyone is a king and a priest. We are called to take dominion. If we don't break the mould of passivity, we will be governed. And darkness as light happens in historic cycles. We are in a cycle now. We are seeing a, behold, uh, 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 it says, a uh, uh, rise, shine for your light has come for the glory of the Lord has arisen upon you. Behold, darkness shall cover the earth, deep darkness to the people, but God's glory will rise upon you and be seen upon you. We're in a time now where we're like, just because we just don't have a, you know, a gun to our head per se, we are in Australia. I'm only half a century old, but I'll tell you what, I've never seen, a concentrated zip file, condensed manifest season, like I have these last few years. I've never seen anything like it. I remember when on the news watching ISIS and you know taking out American uh, journalists. I mean, again, I don't believe, I, I don't know what I believe anymore in regards to what I see on, on, on television. But you know, they're all they're, you know ISIS are in all these brand new Hiluxes. You know, it's like where do they get them from? Um, and and it's just just like things are happening so quickly. And so I would, I would hazard to say that a manifestation took place in 2016. Something happened in 2016. What was it? Um, I remember there was a guy called Bill O'Reilly. I don't even know if he's on the news anymore. Is Bill O'Reilly still on the, on the internet? Is he? Okay, he's an American journalist. And they, I think that he, he, he wasn't doing journalism at the time. or was just about to finish up. And he'd been doing journalism in America for maybe 40 years. They said, what are the, "What's the most, what's the most significant uh, uh, things that have taken place in American history in your time as a journalist?" And he said, "There's actually two. He said, "Number one was the assassination of Kennedy. Who was actually who actually remembers the assassination of Kennedy? Do you, you would have remembered where you were, yeah? I remembered where I was. I mean, this is just this is my cultural mark. I remember what I was when I found when John Lennon got assassinated, and uh, also, but who, who remembers where they were when they heard about Princess Di?" Yeah, yeah, i remember sort of like 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 going, oh she'll be right. What? You know? But we're in a time now, right? So you've got Bill O'Reilly saying the assassination of Kennedy, but then he said the other thing that has gripped this country is Trump versus Hillary Clinton. And there wasn't even a, there wasn't even a result yet. You had it, it, it gripped the nation like no other because we know that the kingdom of heaven has been drawing near through a spirit of government, because even if people don't understand government, they're talking about government like never before, is that God wants His people to realise He's anointed them by inheritance as kings and priests. You do not have to be a political expert, but what happens is we have to ask the Lord for wisdom so we can take responsibility in the Holy Spirit, in Christ to be part of the light salt solution that's happening to this world right now. Government can look like a lot of things but we need to ask the Lord to say Lord I'm not gonna leave it to another person what are you saying in this season because the spirit of government is upon us we are gonna see a government of light where he is the prince of peace and the government will be upon his shoulders on the increase in his government will be no end or there'll be a government of darkness over this generation and our, our children's generation we actually have to it's not just sort of like, I'm gonna get a little bit more information. We have to say, Lord, I need wisdom. That's probably my most dominant prayer. It's, Lord, I need wisdom. I need counsel. I need understanding. I can't do this. This is beyond my pay grade. Lord, I need to hear what you've got to say. And we know it says, it talks about, First Timothy, it says, we have to be praying for those in leadership over us. But I'll tell you what, i tell you what, friends, is that we've got to make sure all of these things coming in waves do not wear us down, And that's part of thinking, if it's not one thing, it's another. And you get, end up getting punch drunk. The only way you can avoid that is staying close to God in His presence. It's designed to wear people down. Did you know that all the things that have happened have actually overloaded people so much, it's manifested as disassociation and apathy? If I was to say 10 years ago, that a child can't smoke cigarettes at a certain age, but they can choose to have a sex change and their parents can't, inter- can't intervene. You'd be going, no way, like this, here we are. Here we are. And I understand how all these details and it becomes overwhelming, designed to wear us down. But this is why we have to, have to, have to say, Lord, I ask for wisdom. I ask for, I ask for grace because then we can be part of the solution because just sitting back and watching it happen, this, this generation is crazy, it's crazy. And that's what I wanted to talk about this morning, the spirit of government and our role in it. We have a referendum coming up. Do your due diligence, do your due diligence and, and, and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. My, my, uh, 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 my reservation is this, I don't trust what the government is saying. I really have a problem with it. Why? You know, from interviews with Ben Fordham, you know, the PM and others, why are you being avoided? Why are you being skinny on the detail? Because I don't want people to know. And if you're watching this and you run a church, please don't be woke and don't tell people what they think they wanna hear through the fear of man. It will become a snare to you. You actually have to stand up and you have to say what is right, even if it costs you. Because if people don't speak up what they believe is right and resonates in their inner world, then we've, we, we aren't light, we're not, we're not salt. And this is where we're at at the moment. For the first time in weeks, just circumstantially, we're gonna have communion. We're gonna ask the Lord, we're landing the plane. I'm, I'm actually pleasantly surprised I landed that on time. Sheikah, Bumba, come on. Please, you didn't go to the principal's office today. You're not getting told off. Can you say amen if you're okay with that this morning? Amen. All right. Who thinks they might share that with someone they know? People are so spooked. They're so spooked. Hey, and you'd be very proud of me. I went really easy. That was the PG version. I was, I. you know what, I was a... I was a counsellor establishing a therapeutic relationship. Legit. It's like, down boy. I hate being lied to. Holy Ghost, thank You, Lord. We ask for grace. Now this is what we're gonna do. I just felt to do this this morning. Ah. so you don't take your communion yet. You just have it there. I... We have to change our position on everything. You go, what do you mean? I am not saying that the church and the world needs to go back to 2019. God didn't want 2019. I'm not saying that. We've become, the church has become too self-serving. We actually can't go, I'm gonna go into the presence of God, season of prayer and fasting to get what I want and then to go back to my old station. We actually have to live from another place. It's called repentance. It's called renewing the mind. It's called I wanna live in the manifest presence of Lord in the kingdom in an ascended reality. Physically I'm here, but in the spirit, I'm seated in heavenly places. That is a decision, but you can't do it just by willing it. We need to ask the spirit of God. In a second, I'm gonna pray, but I'm gonna invite people to come down and kneel at the altar. When do I ever do this, right? You're gonna take your communion down the altar and we're gonna say, Lord, we for, ask You to f- forgive us of living in our own ways and having a bit of God on the side or a bit of wisdom as a bit of a balsamic reduction on the top of our word salad mentality. Or I'm gonna have a little bit, you know, like, like, like just the Lord on the weekends. We actually need supernatural w- wisdom. Just like we saw God move upon Daniel, during the time of captivity in Babylon, just like we saw God move upon Reese Howes during the Second World War when Winston Churchill was standing in the breach. We actually are there. And we actually don't wanna just withstand wave after wave after wave of corporate bullying and lies, but we want to overcome, we want to turn this around. Who believes this can be turned around in Jesus' Name? History would suggest that. So if you feel a, 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 a compelling, you say, I wanna take my communion down the altar because, because you're saying, Lord, I need wisdom, please. I, I need wisdom, I'm turning from my ways. I want to be used in the realm of governance. Come down the front now in Jesus' Name. Come down the front now in Jesus' Name, Holy Ghost. Can we put the pads up a little bit, please? Let me just say this as you're doing this. It starts always with intercession and prayer, always. Did you know that the legislation around abortion to birth in South Australia woke a lot of us up and we started praying every day for the government. Yeah, can just make some If you make, just make a path so people can come through here, there's a lot of people. I don't wanna put anything like a a legalism, not legalism, but I could say, pray for the government half an hour a day. No, 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 no. We actually have to ask for wisdom. We need wisdom. Because right now at the moment, things are taking place on our watch in front of us. Okay. Let's just look to the Lord. I'm gonna pray over you guys. Then I'm gonna lead you in a prayer, okay? Father, I just thank You right now, we're in a historic moment. We don't wanna be in a book of Judges cycle where we only reach out to You in crises. Lord, You call us to govern. You call us to rule and reign and take responsibility as light and salt. Lord, we thank You right now. We, choose, we bless all four First Nations people in Australia. We bless all people in this nation, Lord. We thank You. We firstly repent for social justice being hijacked by weird, weird agendas that are demonic. Lord, we repent of removing ourselves from the town square and leaving it to others. We repent of not governing in in the goodness and the love and the grace of God, but be yielding to a bullying, intimidating, Twisted Agenda, Lord in the Name of Jesus right now, I just pray over myself and everyone here. We ask for a spirit of wisdom and counsel. We thank You in the Name of Jesus for a spirit of wisdom and counsel that people would even have dreams and visions around solution based realities that would relate to local government, that would relate to smart cities, that would relate to 15 minute cities, that would relate to all the legislative uh, challenges coming up, that would relate to uh, recession proofing, interest rates, inflation. We Lord, we thank You that Your Spirit wants to speak to us continually. So we just repent from doing it in our own strength and we now take our tiredness our weariness and our fatigue we play it at your feet and we take your strength we take your grace we take your energy we will not do it in our own strength we will not rage against the machine and wear out we just thank you Lord we thank you Lord we we do your welcome to country and it's this the earth is the Lord's and the fullness Thereof, We thank You that You've given us the privilege to be co-custodians, but the earth belongs to You, Lord. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer about wisdom and then we'll take communion. Just repeat after me. Dear Holy Spirit, I thank You for Your wisdom. In Jesus' Name, I lay down my natural reasoning, my natural strength, and I look to You now for Your wisdom, Your understanding, Your counsel. So in the Holy Ghost, I can take responsibility as light, as salt, to be a government in Christ, to be a king, to be a priest as You've anointed me. I thank You that asking for wisdom pleases You and we end up with everything. So I yield myself to You to ask for wisdom, to govern and take responsibility for this amazing nation and for future generations, for the Great Southland of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' Name, bless this communion, Lord. Thank You, Lord. become a bigger person? It's a generation, there's leanness of soul. We actually need to be massive, rich, emotionally healthy people. Thank you, Lord. I can actually feel the Spirit of God moving out down here, I'm telling you right now. I want you guys, if you've prayed that with your back there, you're down the front here, I just want you to put your hands out and just receive by faith you're receiving by faith, the spirit of wisdom. And did you know that wisdom is looking for you? Did you know that she's calling out on the streets? She's calling out in the marketplaces, and the street corners, she's looking for you. So when you say yes to wisdom, you are responding to her call. You're responding to her call, hallelujah. And you can start to expect that impartation because you're not just trying to be smarter, you are saying yes to governing. Yes, to being in the town square. No to abdicating and building subcultures. But yes, to going up the mountain, to go into the gates, to manifest the solution. Hallelujah. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Wow. 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 I'm not gonna legislate it because I'm part of a prayer group here. But if you feel God getting a hold of you to to, to step up the intercession, we need to pray for our government. We need for God to move through our government. We need constant prayers going up because there is a fight for the soul of the government and the fight for our nation like never before. Like never before. Thank You, Holy Spirit. 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 I'm gonna drop a suggestion. In the second years in our internship at Illuminate, we do a a class on intercession. I'm not legislating this, I'm not demanding it, but considering the urgency of the hour, What I can suggest is people coming to the Lord every day, praising Him, getting in His presence and giving Him half an hour and saying, God, you pray through me what you want me to pray. Don't go through a shopping list. You say, Lord, show me what I need to pray over our leaders, over our economy, wisdom, for senators, upper house, lower house, premiers, prime ministers. But you just offer it to the Lord, unless that happens, unless my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their own wicked ways, I cannot forgive their sin and heal their land. That is a rolling reality, not a one-off event. We need to see that fire take place like it did with Jeremiah Lampfear in the 1800s in New York State, like a, a, a Brother Nash before he went. Charles Finney, and they saw revival and repentance like never before, like T.W. Ratana in New Zealand. He called them to repent, and there was miracles after miracles, and they started to influence the government. This is what we need. But it's not just through good intentions, it has to be through the Spirit of God. For it is not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Who are you, O mountain? By the shouts of grace, grace, you will become a plain and Zerubbabel will place the capstone on the top. Our Lord God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nothing is too difficult for you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Guys are seriously engaged. Why don't you just pray? Why don't you just, if you're there now, why don't you just say, call out for a move of God in government? Just start starting calling on the Holy Spirit to just touch, not just the government but the opposition. That there is a revival of holiness. There's a revival of purity. To break the break the power of the lobbyists. Lobbyists to break the spirit of Mammon. To break the the, the woke ideology that wants to take us to the gates of hell. If you're feeling that, you can pray in the Spirit. Just start to just, to just pray out of the Lord. Thank You, 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 Lord. There's a lot going on down here. Don't just, you're sitting back there, don't just watch. I want you to just start to speak in the atmosphere. Speak for God to move on government. Speak for God to move on the nation of Australia. Speak to God to completely replace the median. <laughs> I couldn't resist that one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pray for genuine justice and genuine reconciliation with the Indigenous. And not just tokenism and, 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 and word origami and all the crazy stuff that's taking place. Pray that we, see, we start to see one nation before the Lord. One nation in agreement, in unity, in prosperity. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Huh. Thank You, Holy Spirit. spirit. who don't believe God wants us to go back to 2019 He wants us to go from faith to faith glory to glory this is a season of eagles wings or busts this is a season of ascension or bust this is not going back to 2019 we have to be delivered from that selfish self-serving personal breakthrough prosperity dogma we have to say Lord I will choose to let you govern in me and through me So we can see change. So we can see outpouring. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Us, uh, Christina sent me a vision she had about about she didn't know anything I mean people knew I was going to talk about the voice she didn't know anything and, and I had already felt, I could see what was happening here that, I, mean, I mean when do I ever do this but she saw a, 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 a vision of hay like straw but hay all spread along around the floor and when, she said it wasn't like to be eaten or anything like that and it says uh, with the work the oxen needs to do that's going to be it's going to be messy it's going to be messy okay this is this is going to be a a messy season but we've got to allow the lord we've, and last night i was in a conversation with someone about the oxen as well this is a season where we actually have to allow that spirit of might to partner with the spirit of counsel that spirit of might to move in the spirit of counsel. We need wisdom, but we need wisdom above all else. With all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. It's the principal thing. I can't get out of the the Enigma code of the World War II of how they were able to crack a code where the odds were one in 150 million. And they got a handful of young people in Bletchley uh, House, And they were able to crack the code of the communications of the Germans with the U-boats and the planes and the armies. But that's the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of God. Please, when we finish this morning, just stay in that and see. Say, Lord, I want to be used to govern. You've called me a king and a priest. And I say, yes. And the beautiful thing is if you choose wisdom, it says, if you find her and she finds you, you get everything, everything, honour, wealth, long life, blessing, but we've got to be delivered of the I'm alright Jack spirit. And there's just so many things happening in the world at the moment. You Look what's happening in Maui. You look what's happening, in, in, just with this too many strange things taking place. Right now we need the wisdom of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. There's a spirit of counsel and might starting to manifest. Because as you're before the Lord, there's that ox, that ox, that spirit of the ox stops you from being worn down, worn down by the propaganda, worn down by the intimidation, worn down by the bullying, but you actually get in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord hallelujah I'll finish with this and then meeting's dismissed and you can stay down here if you want Or it says Proverbs 4 verses 5 to 8 get wisdom get understanding do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth do not forsake her and she will preserve you love her and she will keep you Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all your getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honour when you embrace her. Thank You, Lord. Thank You for wisdom over this nation and over Your church and over Your people, over our kids. We thank You. The limitless resources of heaven coming through earthen vessels. The limitless knowledge of the Lord. That is, wow. Did you know that God did not send you down to this earth to set you up? It actually says in First Thessalonians, He did not appoint you to wrath. Who thinks that's a good thing? He did not appoint you to wrath. He already has a solution. But we need to say, Holy Spirit, I ask for Your wisdom, Your counsel, your understanding, and your strength, and your strength. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.